Nice to meet you, ladies. Nice to meet you, too. Nice to meet you. All right, here we go. Here we go. Look at talk. New episode starts right now. Welcome, one. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Look at Talk podcast. This is your man, V. Jones. And tonight, I'm bringing you an exclusive round. Tonight, my guests are holding it down out of California. This is the Two Diverse Moms. How you ladies doing today? We're good. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. I'm doing good. How y'all surviving the quarantine? We're surviving. <laughs> We're surviving. One day at a time. I definitely agree. I'm hearing some bad. I'm hearing. How's it been out there? Has it been crazy out there? Not y'all down lockdown? Um, no, it's been really quiet. We're from California, but we're currently living in Vegas. So Vegas has been fully shut down. Nothing to do much. Wow, y'all living in Sin City and there's nothing to do? <laughs> yeah, the strip yeah, is completely shut, shut down. down. It's like a ghost town. Wow, I never thought I'd see the day where Las Vegas is just completely just shut down. But that's amazing. Yeah, it is crazy to see. I mean, it's like the the hotels are like lit up, like as far as like what, what different sayings. But it is a complete ghost town. It's It's weird. It's eerie. It's very eerie. So what's up with y'all um, mayor trying to lobby and advocate for the state to be real then? Um, so I know you guys seen a couple of the interviews. It's crazy. I don't think she even knows what she's talking about because our governor is not having it. So I don't know if you noticed we're in like phase one where they opened up a couple of things. Um, he ain't having it. He's not having it. The mayor don't know what she's talking about at all. She just she <laughs> don't judge us based on, off the mayor. I was just about to say that. Like, please do not judge Vegas off our mayor. Our governor knows exactly what he wants to do. The mayor is something's wrong with the mayor altogether. She she don't even know what's going on. I think she's life. special. She might have been drunk. Who knows? I think so. <laughs> Make it through the day. I think so. Yes, that's probably what it was. Listen, I'm in no position to judge because I am in Florida and as you well know. Oh. Yeah, Florida <laughs> makes the news for the craziest things. So I'm in no position or form to be judging anybody. So I, I know how y'all feel. But you guys opened up the beaches, like so. They, did they ever close the beaches? Did y'all open? Yeah, how many did you guys open? A few of them beaches got reopened, and yeah. people just started flooding them like crazy. I went out though. I, I, I said, <laughs> y'all, y'all can have that. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay chilling in my house. Um, now, I know here this week they just reopened the barbershops and the salons and stuff. I said, well, my barber's still not going to see me. I'm working from home, so there's no reason to go get a cut. So, Yeah, same here. They've opened it up here, and I'm just like, I'll let everybody who's desperate go out first. I could wait a little bit longer. I've been surviving this long. But what bothers me, though, is like I know we are in phase one, and I just want to understand, like, I know everybody does not work for a barbershop or a salon. Why is there so much traffic now? Where, where are y'all going? I feel like as soon as they said phase one, everything just got extremely crowded. Like, it's ridiculous. Man, I said the same thing on Saturday when I left my house because usually Saturday is the only day I really leave. And I'm riding. I'm like, why is all this traffic out here? I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Yeah, everything is ridiculous. Like, the grocery stores were super crowded. Like, it was so much traffic. I'm like, I don't understand like what is going on in the world like it was ridiculous even coming um to go to like my mom's house today i was just like why is there rush hour traffic like i, I know all these businesses are not open so where, where y'all going go back home we're not ready i feel like some people just out taking drives because that's how i feel like i would get out and just drive my kids around just so we can get out the house, do some sightseeing. Just something different than sitting in the house the whole time. Can you just drive on the streets and not on the freeway? Oh, I was on the freeway and the streets. Oh, we, we did a big old <laughs> circle. You turned. <laughs> I just, I needed to do something else. I'm sorry. It's just, it was a lot of traffic. I was up this morning at like 7.30 and I was just like, this, we back to rush hour traffic. Like, it, it didn't make any sense to me at all. Yes, I feel you on that. I totally feel you whenever I, I was like, yeah, I said that on Saturday. I'm like, where in the hell y'all people going? I'm like, I'm trying to make it. I'm just getting some groceries, but y'all out here just, man. But I've seen other parts of the country where some people just don't care. They just going crazy over it. Yeah. Protesting and everything. Like, they wanted to open. It's just like, y'all don't understand. Like, it's affecting everybody differently. So why do you want it to open back up if we're not ready? Right. 
And also, I got to say shout out to the brothers out there that were in Michigan that had the guns and stuff. They were they were ready to bear arms about the, um, the black senders and stuff. They were out there making sure they got okay because, you know, up there in Michigan, there were a whole bunch of white supremacists up there. So I do want to give a shout out to them. That's definitely a good look. Yeah, I did see that. So, like I said, now, how did y'all feel when y'all hearing about another death of unarmed black man by the at the hands of police and also at the hands of racist people? Okay, so I just watched a video on that. Uh, I think the the person is like the officer Tatum or something on YouTube. He's an ex police officer. He is um, a black man. Um, and after watching that video, it made me step back and say, like, I can't, I can't just sit and say, oh, because he was a black boy and supposedly jogging, that they were in the wrong. Because from the the clips and the the, the statements that he presented, you don't know if he was really out there jogging, especially in khaki shorts. And I know I sound like the the Uncle Tom, and I'm taking if you sides. Look, I'm giving her right but now. But if you if you look at what they're saying, why was he in a construction site that was not? They were open? trying to say that video might not even why? be. Why? How is it not him when it take it shows him running from there and he start running once the the neighbor said was trying to get to see why he was in there. Well, what right does that give them? I'm not saying I'm saying they're not the police and the guy that chased him he was just following him because he had already called the police. Now the people with the guns, I I said that's overkill. I said there was no need to even have guns involved if they really wanted to do a citizen arrest. They could have just wrestled him down to the ground and held him or whatever the case. But thank you. They're protecting. But they're what protecting is, their neighborhood. No, no, so my thing is, no. I'm, I'm not about to start jogging because I don't think he was really out there jogging. Right. I really think he was out there uh, looking for other places to rob. To but see they didn't even have, it wasn't even a robbery. But in the he was already under, he was already arrested previously. But for, what does that uh, guy do with that neighborhood? Yes. Thank no, you. no, no. And I'm not saying it has anything to do with him getting shot. I'm just saying everybody is calling it like he was just an innocent little boy running and jogging the neighborhood and that's not what it was and i know you're not supposed to bring up like you know their past and just like they're like oh he he wasn't a gang banger banger he was so sweet and innocent and it's like no he was a real killer i think what bothers me about the whole situation is why does it take that the video to come out there for charges to even be brought up because the thing was they said the charges weren't going to be brought out because they were saying self-defense yeah, that's because, not self defense because they were saying because they started wrestling over the gun. So now it's why like, do you even have they're gun? both they're both fighting over it. So that was one of the reasons why is because of the you got your stand your ground law in Georgia. That's not Isn't your that house. the same state. No, Florida is where the yes. boy was shot at the gas station. Yeah, but that's not your house. But and he's an ex police officer, so he might always carry a shotgun in his car. It you doesn't don't know. matter. Why are you? I'm not. It? I'm saying, would it be different if it was if it was two if it was a white man and a white boy who was running? It was still wrong. All it is still be wrong. I think that whole situation is wrong. Is Why it wrong you... because of the guns? Like yes. because he had the gun. Yes. And I say, I say, it, it's. It, I don't believe they needed guns. No, I don't believe that he needed to shoot him and the son needed to shoot him. It that was, was too much. It was two people. The situation should have never happened because it should have been you call the police and you leave it at the police to handle whatever happens. But then. At the I, same time, I feel like who's to say that the police wouldn't have did the same thing? I just feel like it's the South and everything is all it, you're guilty and to prove it innocent when you're black. Yes, that's, that's exactly what it is. That's the reality of being in the South. It's like exactly. you're guilty that's, until if you're black, they're they, they trying to they trying to um you're guilty, you know what I'm saying? And until you're proven innocent and and the part of Georgia was they weren't even the DA, the county wasn't even gonna file charges, but it took all. the state to file the charges because exactly in like rural part of Georgia, they don't care about black folks. At they, all. they really don't. The only part of um that's the thing about the South, the rural areas, that's where they care about black folks. And the um even I tell people all the time, driving through some parts of Florida, it's like it's just best to do the speed limit, take the interstate because they're just they're mm-hmm. very racist. So and it's sad that it's still like this in twenty twenty, that's where the climate is, but yeah, that is the sad part in 2020. You should be able to go where you want. You shouldn't get a side eye if you're the only black house on a white street. Like, it shouldn't even be that you're a black house on a white street. It should just be you live on the street in the neighborhood. Yes, that's right. Yeah, the whole situation is, is messed up. I just feel like I'm not saying no one's perfect. I just feel like the whole situation could have been dealt with differently. I don't care what led up to the situation. No one deserves to 
lose their life over him. Even if he was going into the house to look for it, that's not your house. It wasn't be it wasn't a house that was even built. You that whole situation was blown out of proportion and they should have brought child charges as soon as it happened. I don't care if he is an ex police officer. Yes. They said the DA or something excused themselves because they used to work together and mm-hmm. because he used to work mm-hmm. in like the DA's office or something. So that's another reason why it got delayed because so many people were excusing themselves from the case because they felt like they had ties to him and didn't want that to jeopardize anything that came about from excuse me excuses to me that's all i feel about the whole situation i don't know i just feel like the whole situation is sad i feel it bothers me more because i have two black sons and i feel like it's just i just don't to think about it it bothers me like i it's it's just sad that we continue to live in the situation. Yeah, like I, I, and honestly, like I was, I don't, I went live with a gentleman and me and him discussed it. He said it's basically about who you voting and stuff. But I, I took it another way. The what's gonna happen now is I'm really feeling like it's gonna get to the point where more and more black people start the um the um take advantage of this right to bear arms. Meaning we're going out and getting concealed weapons license and stuff just to protect ourselves because it's like obvious we can't really do nothing unarmed. And so. I. F- and I feel like even once we do that, even if you do, uh, you know, bear your your right to bear arms, you're still going to be found guilty for whatever situation. It's never going to be like, oh, he was just protecting himself because of this angry white mob or whatever. You're still going to get the the worst penalty. You're still going to be looked at as the thug or the criminal or whatever, even though you were just protecting yourself. So. Honestly, I, I feel like whatever you do, you're still going to have a target on your back, whether you're protecting yourself while doing it or not. Yeah, that's definitely true. But we could talk yeah. about this for days and stuff. But I do want to yep. get to y'all about talk to me about your podcast, Two Diverse Moms. How did this come about? Um, <laughs> Two Diverse Moms came about. Uh, we normally just sit back, chit chat. We talk with a bunch of our friends, and um, one of my best friends, he was just like, "Why don't y'all just really put out a podcast and just give y'all opinions on shit?" Like, I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. You were you good? You good? He was like, just give your opinions about the shit that you guys normally talk about. He was like, and just call it two dope moms or two dope ass moms. And we both were like, I texted her and was like, what do you think? And she thought it was a good idea. But then as I started researching two dope ass moms or two dope moms, it was everybody's already jumped on that idea. So even though anything dope is us, but go ahead. <laughs> right. But and then I was just like, well, we got diversity between us. We are we're not just your typical average black moms. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and do two diverse moms. And that's how the name came about. And now we're on our sixth episode. Yep. Just talking about shit. Just life. Mm-hmm. And we kept putting it off, but the quarantine was like, guess what? Y'all not about to do nothing. We about to sit you down. So we was just like Let's just get it started. Like they said, if you're in quarantine, you should come out with a side hustle, a new job, a new skill, or relaxation. Or something. Just maybe even a new you. Because I feel like the quarantine has put a lot of things into perspective or just made you think about a lot of different things. Yes, that's definitely real. I hear that from a lot of podcasts. They all procrastinated about starting up. So what what was y'all reason for procrastinating and starting honestly just trying to find time yeah like we've had the setup for bikes and everything for over a year um i've actually tried to film a podcast yep and filmed it never edited it never put it up never did anything with it i think we deleted the footage and over a year ago and i want to say almost a 13 months from that date went ahead and started two diverse moms and now i'm happy that we just said fuck it and just did it because it's keeping us consistent it is it's holding us accountable for something um but like i said being busy we're both moms she has three kids i have two and between sports school activities and just extracurricular activities and work it's just it was a lot so the quarantine has given us a time to actually be able to carve out for ourselves and not have to be running to a practice or a game at the moment so I I think it's going to be interesting to figure out how we do this once life is back to whatever the new normal is. <laughs> the, that's crazy. The new normal. I I always think about that. Like, is the new normal going to always be mass? It's crazy. I don't know. Yes, it I think it definitely is. is crazy. 
Trust me, I feel crazy putting on a damn mask anytime I go on the right? store. I'm like, I just don't feel it. I don't feel right. I feel like I'm about to rob him. I feel that like, way. Let me put I my feel mask like I'm on before about I to have get, a panic attack. I'm getting hot. I'm like, why do I'm I gotta suffocated. go? Yes, I feel like in the back of my head, I'm like, this ain't normal. This ain't right. But does do you look at people that aren't wearing the mask? Like, what's wrong with you? Why do you don't have the mask? So, on? side note, I went into Whole Foods today. They're actually passing out masks before you go into the store. Like, they actually, you have to take one. They, oh, like yeah. they want you to have one mm-hmm. on. You have to have one. So, so if okay, you don't have a mask, mask on, they will give me a mask? Yeah, Whole Foods is. Yes. Wow. So, okay, speaking of mask, did you guys hear about the guy, sorry to go off topic, totally you not good. even on subject, <laughs> but the, the security officer at Dollar General in Detroit? No. Nope. He you? was doing his job, asked the young lady to please leave the store because she did not have a mask on. They cussed him out, spit on him, left, sent the husband and the brother up there, and they shot him in the head point blank range. Just because he was doing his job. Wow. That's crazy. I I hope there were arrests made. There were arrests made on the women. The two men are still at large. It's crazy. But I'm like, y'all, you already cussed him out and spit on him. For doing his job and trying to protect the people that are working and that still have to be there, but y'all went and called your brothers and your husband and to come shoot them. Like it's not that serious. It really if is. You, all he, all he, all he wanted you to do was leave the store. You could have sat in the car and waited. You right? could have stood outside the store. Right. Exactly. You could have tied your shirt around your face. Something it's for no reason. And I'm just like, why Why did this man have to lose his life over a damn mask? It's sad. It's, it's it is definitely really is. sad about how people just want to kill people over the stupidest things. Overdoing his job, though. Right. Over- it's not like he drug her out the store, grabbed her by her hair, put his hands on her, didn't even spit on her back. That's crazy. That's too crazy. So, getting back to your podcast. So, what separates you guys' podcast from all the other mom podcasts that are out there? You know what's crazy about our podcast? A lot of people, I think by the name, they think we'll talk about our kids. I think we talked about our kids maybe one time in the intro. (laughs) (laughs) And this whole time, I think we've had, like, our episodes have been talking about, like, relationships. It hasn't even been, like, on purpose it's just something that came up and a lot of our um listeners are like no you guys this is important a lot of people don't talk about relationships and i think even though our topic is too div- i mean our title is two diverse moms i think in that name we want people to know we're not just moms yeah we're still individuals and we're not going to just talk about our kids on our podcast and it's not going to be like parenting tips or how to sleep train your infant like that those aren't going to be our topics <laughs> laughing yeah no you know those aren't going to be our topics our topics might be like you know what these fuck. kids got on my nerves you, today you might hear me say fuck them kids like at the end of the day it's just real it's real situations yeah. in our real lives experiences yeah. and so it's not going to just be moms and parenting like that is not our podcast two moms is in the title but yeah. we are two people two women at that and so yeah, you're going to get a little bit of everything. Yeah, and you're going to get different perspectives about our parenting. Like, you know, you'll get co-parenting from her and how she, you know, co-parents with my brother. You, me, you'll get the single parent because I'm going through a divorce. And you'll get, you know, how I want to just sometimes be like, Jesus, why did y'all give me these kids? Or she'll be like, why do you continue to hoard more kids if you can't stand kids? Right. So you'll get, like, different it's perspectives. Di- different perspectives because we're not in the same situation. hmm like she said, she's going through a divorce, so she's dating. I'm not dating. I'm not so dating. you're going to get the relationship aspect for me. She lying. Ain't nobody out here. Oh, I forgot. She's going through her whole phase. Um, if you listen to this podcast, you'll hear us talk about this in a couple of our episodes. So Sorry to hear about your divorce, phase. by the way. Um, single life sucks. Don't will, be sorry. I will say no, that. That, that. Say it again. Wait, hold on. Not to cut off. You said what, ha- what, what sucks? The single life? Yes, I said single life can suck at times. Can, can you say at times, though? Sometimes you're like, it's okay. I'm good. And other times you're like, this one. See, I'm glad somebody understands. But he don't need to be sorry about your divorce. We need to throw a party. We need to throw a divorce party. You see? Because of quarantine, I can't. Do you know? Let me tell you what quarantine sucked. Back to it. Why 
is the court system shut down because quarantine? I just need a judge to be like, here you go. Here are these papers. Why, why I got to shut down everything? Why can't they Anybody just judge from home? How about that? You know that. You know what? Shout out to Victor. Hey, that's what I'm talking See? Do why? I do uh, like a conference call? Can, can they just, you know, FaceTime? Zoom, in, FaceTime you know, make yeah, because we make all these other offices are doing shit from home. So why can't right? the government? Right. I'm just saying, this is why, you know what? This was needed. This was needed. They need to just be like, okay, go ahead. Is this, is this appointment time available? Let me zoom. Like, I, I will sign it. They got DocuSign. They got Notary Public statute. We can figure this out. I just need them to figure it out. Just That's saying. real. So yeah. let me ask y'all this. How have y'all managed parenting while during the quarantine? Have your kids just drove you crazy? Because I know one of y'all, y'all got to be working mm. home and stuff. Mm. Yes. Um, I think I get tired of hearing my name being called. I'm a child. I just want to stop uh referring to the word mom and just act like I don't know who that person is. Uh-uh. But that but I, I come from a split spectrum where I have a five year old and a thirteen year old. My thirteen year old basically is my roommate and mm-hmm. I see him when he emerges from his room. That's how it is with my twelve year old. Our twelve year our two are the same alike. So yeah. our twelve year yeah, her last two are about the same like, just um, like my two. Mm-hmm. And my my five year old um, is needy and mm-hmm. losing her mind mm-hmm. being trapped in this house. Yep. So she's making me lose my mind mm-hmm. being trapped in this house with her. Um, so we both need some outside experiences. We do. Away, from, away time. We need some a time away from them. Like, yes. From those, the younger ones. And they're eating me out of house and home because they just want to eat mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah, it's it's. I don't I don't understand where their stomach came from during quarantine. Because they don't eat at school. Why they, they gotta eat at home? I don't. I don't get it. So it's 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 hard. I'm not gonna lie. The younger ones, they I think the new term I love you, I think that's just new for them. My kids always say I love you, but now it's like every five wow. years. You that bored you gotta tell me you love me this much? Like you don't what you want? Why are you why are you in here? What, what you need? You done you tired of eating, you that bored? Like they get tired of electronics, they get tired of TV. It's just the younger one. And my oldest one who's about to be sixteen, she is driving me up somebody. Really? If 16? I could just ship her too. Let me tell you why. She's very active. So her not being able to play sports, her not being able to go nowhere, she ready to just hit these streets and just, she's used to traveling and playing basketball. So she like, why you got me in this house? I need to go. I'm tired of being here. And she tired of people. So when they get bored, they torment each other. Like her and the five-year-old, I mean the six-year-old team up and torment my little 12-year-old. And then she's like, I'm about to, I'm about to lose. So yeah. And it's being an at-home teacher. Oh, Shout out to all the teachers. I appreciate y'all. I'm just you know, about to ask y'all that too. What was y'all? Do y'all now have a greater appreciation for the teachers? And you just answered the question. <laughs> I've always, I've had, always a had greater appreciation because always. if you've ever like sat, like if you've ever gone to sit in on your child's class or be a volunteer for your child's class, you already know. Yeah, thirty of the screaming kids yes. and yelling and yes. playing and nose. Like, why do y'all need so much attention? Yes, and it's just one teacher. Yes, sit down. Like, I can't imagine being a teacher. Yeah, I, I, I could never do I that. Could. I used to once when I was a kid, and I was like, who's, who's, who probably did was it? You, you, shut up. You a lie. You don't want to do with these people. But yeah, the fact that you want me to sit at home and they can't go outside, I think it's even more now because they don't get a break. You know, at school, they get like, you know, recess. They get to go outside and do like activities. This just sitting on a computer, it doesn't work for them. And then like when they have to check in and like do this little Zoom classroom, my son be looking at me like, why am I looking at all these people? I don't, I don't want to do this. <laughs> the interactive on the computer thing is not for them. They don't, they don't like this at all. I see. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I bet y'all yes. have a great appreciation for teachers. So in your last episode, yes. how you found out you were pregnant? What is that? <laughs> that, that really? It was that crazy how y'all found out y'all were pregnant? Um, I don't think it was crazy as far as the fact of just that. That I love my kids, but that just wasn't what I had in the plan. It, it wasn't, especially my first and my last one. I wasn't my middle one, yes, but the first one they play with my emotions, and I it was crazy because we normally don't like I said talk about kids, and because it was Mother's, Mother's Day, Day we decided to do it, and we were in shopping. And the lady was like at Target. She was just like, "Y'all should talk about Mother's Day." And we was just like, "Okay, let's do it." So that's why we did. We had to break it down, but yeah, it it wasn't that shocking. Like it wasn't like I was three months pregnant and didn't know it, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, look at this!" But it it just was a shocker. Like it wasn't 
I'm a big planner, and they they weren't in the plans at the time. <laughs> they was in the near future. They just weren't in the plans at the time. Especially my last one. I don't know where she popped. That last. I'm telling I you, say my, I say my life. last one was um. That last one. It was immaculate conception because I don't know where she. Virgin Mary around here. I'm telling you, the last ones. Are, like if y'all don't realize, our kids are really spaced out. Like I told you, our second one. Her, my nephew is already 13. My son will be 13. And then her youngest is five. And my youngest is six. So you see how we started all the way over. So this is why we lose in our mind. We were, we were done. We was about to be finished. Yeah, I was one step out the door. I don't know what we was thinking. That's why I said Virgin Mary came down and was like, look at y'all. Let me tell y'all to sit down. But if you've ever listened to our podcast, you know that my, my story is my son is about to be 18 in five years, and they both going to move out together. I'm, and I'm going to just help pay half of his bills to take on the responsibility of his sister. I'm shipping my son to my daddy. I know you said you're in Florida. I'm shipping my son to Tampa with his with my daddy. That's his twin. Oh, your dad's in Tampa? I can't do it. Yeah, my, my, uh, my family is in Tampa. Hey, my brother good. Is in Tampa. I'm, I'm yeah. based out of Tampa. <laughs> See, let me tell you why I'm mad about quarantine, because I was coming out there for my dad's 70th birthday, and I was like, what? Y'all should Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I was coming out there in April, so yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen, once... Yeah, but that's okay. We're gonna come back. Hey, listen, yeah, once it's done points off, well, let me know when y'all come to Tampa, shit. <laughs> yeah. So, are you a Bucks fan? Are you excited about Brady coming over? I was. I, I'm, I'm warmed up to it because I was one of those Bucks fans. I was sitting there saying, "Ain't no way in hell Tom Brady coming to the Bucks." And then, and then right. I see the news of Brady coming to the Bucks. I'm like, "Oh shit, he really coming to the Bucks?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm shocked. like, "Okay, let's do this." And then he got. I was like, "Yeah." And, and then he got grunk yep. out of retirement. I'm like, "Oh man." Right. Y'all still ain't got no coach, though. Y'all, the Saints still gonna take that division. Just don't get too excited. Set out. Wait, who you? You a Saints fan? You heard what I? The Saints is still gonna take the Saints gonna take the division and get knocked out by the Vikings. Is that what's gonna happen? So uh, this podcast was amazing. (laughs) We can go ahead and wrap this up. I mean, it was cool. It was nice. He didn't realize we two moms that actually watch football. He didn't. He didn't realize that. You know, I'm talking about two moms who actually watch football. I'm talking about diehard. I was watching ESPN today. I was like, Uncle, what you think? They're going to not bring football back. He was like, we good. We're going to have football. I was like, okay. Cool. Yeah, We're we going to have some football. We're going to have some football. Come on. They're going to they gonna find a way to get this done because they know how much money they're going to yeah. lose now if you don't have football. They know how I'm going to lose my mind if I have to go through a whole season without football and deal with these kids or a half quarantine. Oof, no. We got Yes, we, we definitely need to get football because truly I was looking at going to some of the Bucks games. Especially the night games. I was like, come on now. We got to have football. They will. I just told my dad. I was like, you know your jersey going to take like three to six weeks to get to you? He was like, it's okay, daughter. Oh, your dad ordered a Brady jersey? I I did order my daddy a Brady jersey. Daddy, don't listen to this episode. Oh, you you was a wonderful daughter. (laughs) I love my daddy. Oh, order daddy a book. Luxury, you the real MVP. Yes. Now on the now yep. let's get back to your episodes. Now can you mix money with love? Now when I when I first read, that, I was like, hell no, you can't mix no goddamn money with love. <laughs> <laughs> what was you thinking at first when we was like, was like, wait a minute, what what they talking about? I was like, huh? I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> you cannot. They cannot mix money with love because I feel like if you would love somebody. It don't matter how much money is in your bank account. Mm, okay, so you were taking it as that aspect, yeah. as it, the money doesn't matter, mm-hmm. and you just love who you love. We're taking it as you've already been in love, but now it's the the do you share the money? Mm-hmm. Do you split the money? Who's or in how is the money, money managed? I say, mm-hmm. I say, okay. it depends on who got the money. You know, what I'm saying it's like I would say, um. If the man got the money and he got to take care of the household, then yeah, let's take care of the money. But if it's on the woman, I'll say whoever's on, just make sure you take care of the housing responsibilities of what we need for the house. And then the money is yours. Do what you do with it. Yeah. And see, I was saying that I've known situations to where they're like, oh, I'm the man. I'm going to take care of the responsibilities. And, you know, I got us. And then come to find out you're being evicted and you're past due and you your car is about to be repoed because they haven't been paying the bills. Oh, that's an irresponsible man right there. That's because I'm going to say that right now. Even as a man, I'm, I'm looking at payday. I'm like, fuck, I got to pay these bills, but I got to pay them to keep mm-hmm. from getting evicted and having the car repoed. That's an irresponsible man right there. Oh, 
Exactly. Responsible person, not just women. Because some women, they've had it happen too, where they lose their cars or they get evicted. So mm-hmm. shopping. Yes, because you might spend that money on that that um MacBook or Beyonce tickets, but you're gonna get evicted. Now that's ridiculous. Yeah. I, oh, you saw that? Yeah. Because right? I saw that year a couple years ago. This chick posted on social media. She said, "Should I pay my rent or get these Beyonce tickets?" Is that even a that's question? That's ridiculous. Oh, wow. That shouldn't even be a question. Why would you even post that? Why would like, you consider crazy. the roof over your head or going to a Beyonce concert? Beyonce is not going to pay that rent. No, Beyonce You isn't. paying Beyonce's rent. That's basically what you're doing. That's crazy. That makes no sense. So with that conversation in your relationships, what do you feel like? Do you feel like you should manage the money? Should they manage the or should the other person manage the money? What do you feel works best in your relationship? I would say what works best is each individual person manages their own money because sometimes if you manage money together, somebody might spend it all and another person might just go crazy about it. So I would say just manage your money. Each the money you make is the money you keep. Like I said, uh, and just help out with household. I'm I do believe as man man provider. Man should pay most of the bills. Well, if the man can't pay, like the little stuff, maybe she can take care of y'all. Can work that out some way. Yeah, we agree on that. See, and this was our op- this is our thing. We have like control. I wouldn't say control issues. I do have a control problem. <laughs> I would say it's like um, I got a trust issue with it. Like, are you really paying all these bills? Should I keep this? savings in the back of my hand i think it's because my grandma grandma used to always say don't ever let the right hand or your left hand do it so should i always have this backup plan but i guess like you said if you're paying like the like if you pay the mortgage should she just pay like the household utilities and then you have like a separate you know joint account a separate account just for you and then just that joint account for just the bills to come out of. yeah that, that's fair enough you know what i'm saying now now if you don't trust something and that's a totally different issue because it's like because you establish that trust even from jump, from the get-go, from even from the point you're living mm-hmm. with somebody. So if you don't trust them to pay your bill, pay their bills on time, then why are you with them? Why aren't you paying attention to what the hell they're doing when you're not really committed to them? Makes sense. Makes sense. So I guess it's not trust. I guess it is a control issue because I was on our episode, we were kind of talking about that. She was just like, no, even though they say they're going to pay all the bills, I still got to make sure they're checking in um, to make sure that they are being paid. I think it's because you know how you listen to so many people when they're in a relationship and they're like maybe a stay-at-home mom and when the situation comes down to it, they get a divorce and then it's like, oh, nothing was getting paid or comes down to it, they lose their job and then they realize they're not, they got to file bankruptcy. So I think it's just you know, based in your situation on your situation and not worrying about everyone else. and what. Yes, that's doing. real. That, yeah, that, I agree. And honestly, that's why I've had to learn over the years is like just because one person went through it, your situation is going to be totally different. So that's why you always have to keep an open mind and you always got to trust a person's best judgment until there the comes a time point where the lights do go out or you're getting served that notice <laughs> and you're noticing. And now, if you know somebody that's spending up everything but the bills ain't taken care of, yeah, that's when you need to be looking at them like they're crazy. Mm hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Can't can't trust everybody with the bills, but yeah. at the same time, if you're in a relationship, you kind of have to have a little bit of leeway. But I think that's when it comes to a communication thing, and you guys discuss it between you guys mm-hmm. and understand the roles that each of you are going to play, because a lot of people do let outside opinion run their yes. relationship. And I think it comes to a point where you got to figure out what each person's strengths is in the relationship and what works for you guys. Yes, that's definitely true. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. If you don't know, now you know. Um, go ahead, pour you up some liquor, whatever you like to drink, because I promise you, the more liquor you drink, the better this podcast is going to sound. I got the ladies of the Two Diverse Moms podcast with me out of Vegas, out of Sin City. That's dead right now. <laughs> so get to another episode, y'all. What's the difference between the mistress and the sides? <laughs> so I doing my editing I had to do a little research on it and so a mistress is someone who's involved with a married man and is is okay with her position as being a mistress the you know the extracurricular activity a side chick is someone who never has a title or a role she is this there on command 
or when wanted. She's she has no 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 title really. Wow, <laughs> that's an interesting perspective. And is the side Isn't is it the right? Side, is the side okay with just being the side? Because I've heard that from some women that they're yes. just okay with it. And I look at that woman like Do yes, you that love yourself. Right, that's a self-esteem issue, right? Yes, even right. I say that for the mistress. Them, I'm like, right. do you fucking love yourself? Yeah, they do love themselves. But I think with a mistress, eventually they feel like uh, he's gonna leave the wife. Yeah, like uh, the Tyler Perry movie, all his movies got a mistress in it. Yeah, but the one with Sanaa Lathan and the white man, and she thought he was really about to leave. Oh her yeah, because she had a whole baby and everything. Like and lied yeah. and said the baby was her husband. Because mm-hmm. most of the time, but is she really a mistress? Because she was married too. But she was the mistress. They both was each other's mistress. Tyler Perry stayed with that damn drama, y'all. It's he killed me with that damn drama. I'm like, dog. You know, I was waiting for you to try me in because most men be like, "Oh, I can't do Tyler Perry movies." They be like, "It's the same. I can't. I can't." Can we get some like? Can we get some happy family stories or something like that? Something that shows black love in a positive light instead of. The toxic like before. He doesn't. He does. No, In the end, he no, tried to. He no. tried to. Because if you think about it, all of Tyler Perry movies all have some type of stereotypical black um, issue. Something they all overcome something or find a better way. But they're they're either they they were either a drug addict. She or, just let me really think about it. It is true, and I've seen every Tyler Perry one. It's just like Disney movies. How all the Disney characters are from single families or the, one of the parents dies like that is he so always true. he always has something to wear and it's not a bad thing because i'm part is of it, it really but part of it he tries to bring the gospel into it to show that god could bring you through type thing but it, there's never been a positive tyler perry movie from start yeah, to and it's like and that's me as a black man yeah. as i said because i'm getting tired of seeing people depicting uh you you showing this to black women and, and giving them this image of black men that's Totally not true. I know there's yep. some cases out there, but that's just a small number, though. And I'm just like, come on. But there's not a lot of positive, positive males in his movies. I'm gonna try to skip. There's not a lot of positive leading black exactly. males in his movies. Oh, good deeds. But that was him playing the character. Good I'm just deeds. saying that. But then Idris Elba and Daddy's Girl. He was a single black man who was convicted that was of rape. falsely convicted but of rape. It, he was in, it was falsely convicted, but, it's, but he still was a good was man. Poor. But he was still a good man. He was poor. So because he was poor, he wasn't a good man. And his, his, his wife was a baby mama, and the dude that was in the movie was a, a, a he was in the project. He, he was still a he owned. Man. He eventually I mean, owned the project. It's not like owned his, his own business at the end. He owned his own business. He 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 was staying true to his path. He was, to get what he wanted. He was it just over was still a good that, man. I want him in that. But I'm just saying, out of out of out of thirty movies, you name one. Shamar Moore, he was a good man. In what movie? The one where and, 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 and okay, that's woman. good. But she took him yes, through hell and back. But he stayed a good man. But okay, and the flip side of that, the woman was horrible. In every movie you name, if it's a good black man, it's a horrible black woman. His baby mama and daddy's little girl was beating the hell out of them little girls. I'm just saying. But you were just saying there was no depiction of a good black I man. Just, I, I just want him to have two good, a good black queen and a yes. good black king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Will Powell, like Will Packer, because I think he had the movie of the photographer, which came out this year. That movie was really good. I have yet to see Listen. that. So it comes out on Redbox. Look, today. y'all need to go watch I'm, that. Listen. I want to go see. Look. I want to go see it. I do want. To, I love. I'm the soundtrack. I, is I'm amazing. not gonna lie to you. Amazing. I watched it on the. I, I watched it on some apps on Fastig, but um, it was. Oh, that's where I, I saw it, and I, I almost watched it. it, but I was like, it's too late for me to turn this movie on. I'm gonna fall asleep, so I didn't turn it on. So no, I'm gonna watch it today because I did see that it came out on Redbox. Listen, so that movie was dope. That movie was, was really cute. good. So I will tell y'all that much. Yeah. So how do relationships survive in the quarantine? Because I've been hearing Ooh. stories about how the domestic violence cases have been going up and stuff. They have. So we talked about that in one of our pod, uh, that, podcasts. That podcast. Yeah, uh, they increased a lot. Um, I, I also, think it's now up to like forty percent on calls. So now, also, um, I looked into it. They were talking about that it's been recent deaths in it. Also, in foster care, um, they have because they're not going to school. There's a lot of kids. It's not getting reported. So that's another downside oh, about keep, it. Keep track of the kids that are being abused mm-hmm. or kept at home it's for not a, certain reasons. Yeah. 
So there's a lot of things because of quarantine is getting overlooked. So not just like actual relationships with a man and a woman or just like a relationship that way. You have to think about the kids who are not um, the mandated reporters are not getting able to turn that information in because kids are not going around people to see if they are. Oh, so that's because DCF is sending out the kids and stuff. Go check in with them. And Mm -hmm. since everybody's just Mm -hmm. been in quarantine, it's crazy. Mhm. Yep, they don't go to school because you know most of the time that's how that gets seen because they're going to school and the teachers see it, so they have to report it or you know it's just things like that because they're in the house, you know. And it, if it's a lot on people who take care of their kids and it's mentally a lot on them, think about people who are abusive. It's a lot, or even people who are at home by themselves. So it's just the quarantine in general is a lot on a lot of people, but I think people don't look at look at it from that perspective. Yeah, it's it's a to me it's a new learning curve to be stuck in the house with someone daily. You gotta relearn your your schedule, your situation, the person that you're stuck. Is it true that because it's not your everyday life? So is it true that um because I saw something that Jada has Jada Smith said something about well she said I had to relearn who this man is. Is that true for people in relationships that you gotta relearn who this new person is? I would. I wouldn't say you have to relearn who they are, but you have to, you're learning who they're still becoming because there's maybe aspects of your, of that person that you're not used to paying attention to because you both are probably so on the go or you only see each other in passing certain days because of work or schedules or whatever. But yeah, it's, it's a learning thing. Imagine people just being in a relationship, but not even thinking of the quarantine, just thinking of our, of a girl's trip and Going oh, on yeah. a girls' trip where you're bringing oh, like we went to New Orleans, <laughs> where you're everyone gets along great, but yeah. you put them in a hotel room and on a trip confined with each other. You like wait a minute. Oh yes, I didn't know you breathed Honestly, like I've that. Had, I've had mm. the experience oh, with I, friends. I didn't know you did that. I've had the experience with yeah. friends, and it's like I saw one of my friends. It's like, bro, we need to put you in a separate hotel room because this. <laughs> I had to put my dog out. He he know he my dog. I love him, but. This man was snoring, and everybody was like, Ugh. It's just certain things that you learn about a person yeah. when you're enclosed. It didn't affect me that much because I, for so many days that you're like, What? What the heck? Girl. Right. Or like, No, this is not. Like, how many times have I walked through this house with a headscarf on? Like, I've worn my scarf and my bonnet for days on end. Like, I, I know. think the most I get dressed up is when filming our podcast. Yeah, I I realize that um, when you go on girl strips, if it ain't your true girls, you don't need to go on them. But even then, you learn something about your true girls. Oh yeah, the way y'all say I don't, I'm moaning my sleep. Like I, I had to do it. So let me tell you something. I'm real honest. I'm unapologetic with me. I've been, I've been, I've been friends. Shut up. I've been friends with this one for a minute, and my cousin, who was like my best friend, they made me like go resurvey the people that, like, I had to reach out to my ex husband and be like, so do I talk and moan in my sleep? He'd be like, you don't swear, but you do moan. I'd be like, for real. So then I started texting people like, I'm not even talking to you around. Is this true? Why you didn't tell me? They'd be like, it ain't that loud, but it's cute. I said, why, why, why they tell me? So then I asked my daughter. She was like, yeah, mom, but it's real low. I was like, so these hoes is telling the truth. You learn something about somebody. So this quarantine is your chance to learn. It's your chance to figure out if this is what you really want. Like, does he does he bother you the way he chew his cereal? So listen, I'm not, my daddy told me this a long time ago. When you get married to somebody, you have to realize, is this something, are you w- willing to deal with the littlest things that irritate you about them for the rest of your life? And I know, like, with my relationship with my divorce, I'd be like, your breathing is bothering me. And it wasn't even loud. So if somebody breathing bothers you, like she said, the way they chew their cereal bother you, that ain't the one. Damn, the way they chew their cereal, god damn. Yes. Or or slurp their coffee. Yeah, the little things. Just the littlest thing. I'm telling you, like if they brush their teeth the wrong way, you look, or you know how people say the toothpaste on the counter. If people tell you that, you know how people say my divorce ended because he wrote the toothpaste up wrong? I promise you that that is the stupidest reason to get divorced. I'm sorry. No. It's it's the the buildup. It's the it's build the build up. up. It's, a, how it's many the times build up. Have you noticed that you leave the toothpaste on the counter? Are you when you come back, it's in the drawer? Yeah, or in the cup. Or you didn't put the cap back but on. But you right. didn't put the top on right. Or you didn't wipe up the mess that you left. It's the little thing. You didn't even notice that I took the time out to fix that. It's the but you're going to keep doing it. So oh, I used okay. to be like, people get divorced over there, but it's the build up. And it's like, I'm done. 
I can't do this no more. So yeah, this quarantine, if I, baby, if quarantine, I you, you learn about yourself yeah. and you learn about the people that you do. Yes, yeah, I will agree do, that you do. you do learn about yourself, man. I've learned that, um, April taught me something that I'm a fucking beast at this podcast and shit. I ain't gonna lie. I, I got people on hold for that. I'm like, shit, nigga. Yeah. I'm like, you talk. Yeah, that's good. Though. That's good. That's I good. did learn that. Congratulations. Yep. Yep. That's good. But that's what I learned about um with her. I was like, you look at, I watched our YouTube and I'm like, yo, edit, what you do? You edit that. I was like, how'd you learn that? She's like, mm. and then I had to edit one. I was like, I can't. Listen, everybody that could work a MacBook, shout out to y'all. Give me a good old PC any day. I See, I'm versatile. I can do both. I can work with the MacBook and I can work with the PC, but I can say the MacBook lasts up. The battery life on the MacBook is a lot better than the PC. I will say that. The Mac, yeah, the battery life is good, but like I was just like, what's wrong? Why can't I use this? I was calling her. I was like, so it made me feel like my mama. Like I was calling my daughter and I was like, child. Do you have an iPhone? What What am I doing wrong? I do have. If you have an iPhone, you should be able to work a MacBook. It ain't that hard. I it's you know why you know how you used to like the shortcuts for a yeah. PC, and it's a lot of things. I was like, what? What? My daughter was like, why are you making this hard? And it's because she don't have a mouse. And I'm like, where, where, where's your mouse at? And I got a touch screen, and she don't. So it's just a lot of things that I'd be like, mm. but iMovie is amazing. So I was like, I need this. They don't have it. So I just was like, mm, how you, how do you do this? Yeah, yeah, MacBooks are definitely amazing, you know what I'm saying? And you definitely learn about people during the quarantine. So getting back to podcasting, what's one thing about podcasting y'all wish y'all would have known before y'all started this podcast? Um, the thing that I wish I would have known about podcasting is it's simple. They have so many tools and so many things out there for you that can help you get started that is not even as difficult as you you thought it was like most people think like oh you got to go and get this expensive ass equipment i'm not gonna lie our equipment is not expensive at all um we use i found these mics on walmart shout out to wally world wally 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 wally, <laughs> wally. but um but yeah like it's it's super simple and if you if you can sit and have a conversation with a with a person and actually speak on something, then you can sit and do a podcast. Like it's not hard whatsoever. You just got to keep your listeners engaged. Yeah. I think the, the hardest thing for us is trying to build the audience. Yeah. To trying to, for people to understand that we are not just moms. Cause they get, I think our name throws people off and yeah. they feel like, maybe not another podcast about you know parenting or whatever but it's just like I've, you always hear that story that don't stop your hustle because there's so many you know bread companies out there when you go on the bread aisle you don't just see one brand of mm-hmm. bread everybody's selling bread but they all have their own twists and ingredients so yep I agree with yeah, that, that though and I feel like a lot of people no no you go ahead um I was about just about to say that's definitely real about the bread what are you about to say but no I think that a lot of people just feel like in general because you might it might start off slow or like because you don't get a lot of people listening you get discouraged but if you're passionate about what you're doing don't give up just continue to you know try sort of yes that's real I definitely agree with that so um, what would you tell somebody that's been procrastinating about podcasts? Or do you tell somebody that um that's gonna get into once again podcast? What would your message be to them? Do it. I mean, with procrastination, I put the pro in procrastination, but I feel like that's exactly what like motivates me to move like a little faster. But I feel like right now, if you want to do anything. I feel like the podcast with us is like therapeutic. It can get you to talk about things that you never thought you would talk about. And like with Ye, she's a very private person. But I feel like she keeps calling me that on on, on recordings. Oh, oh Lord Jesus. Whatever. <laughs> Diane's a very private person. So I feel like if you if she can start this and open up and if you feel like you're a private person, once you start recording, you'll start to realize it'll come natural to you. So just do it. Stay focused, stay on it. And just things will come to you. Like some weeks I'll be like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. And we'll get to talking. And she'll be like, oh, that's cool. Why not? Let's just go with it. Yeah. And just, just keep your first mind. Yeah. And just remember, just be you. Because that's all you can be. If you kind of turn on for the camera or for the mics, it's not going to come off genuine. Nope. And people aren't going to enjoy it. 
Yes, that is real. Now, getting to Las Vegas, what are some common myths about Vegas that y'all y'all live there? What y'all can tell that it's just not true? Y'all hear about Vegas and you're like, we live here. This is definitely not true. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Or that we all that if you live here, we constantly on the strip. I can count on my hand how many times I've been on the strip in the last two years because the, <laughs> I hate the strip. The craziest thing is people think that oh you are you live in Vegas, so do you live in a hotel? That like we have houses here. Or oh wait, it's a you, live in Vegas, you live in Vegas? Oh, you you right by the strip. No, I hate it. And people that live in Vegas actually don't go to the strip. We might go to downtown. It's other things to Vegas besides the strip. Yes, the strip so is not do I, I hate it. What else do y'all live in North Las Vegas? Because my aunt had told me that a long time ago that about Vegas is the residents and people they live in North Las Vegas. Um, no, I don't live in North Las Vegas. <laughs> but North Las Vegas is that—that that is part of the city. That's like the original to me. That's like the—I guess they consider it the West Side. It even is. though you have a whole West Side yeah. past that. It's um, different areas. You got the North. You got the Northwest. The South. The Southwest. You have Henderson. You got Henderson. You have like little suburban areas. You got Summerlin. You got like. People say I stay in front, which I feel like I don't. Yes. Um, I just live far. But I, the people say I live in uh, Mount Charleston. Mount Charleston. <laughs> but it like it all depends. Like it's other parts. Like when my father came out, he was like, "Oh, I can live over here, daughter. There's no casinos." And that's the people don't understand. Yeah, there are casinos. You don't have to do everything in the casino. Yeah, casinos are everywhere. I'm not gonna lie. But you can find places that's not near casinos. We have regular bars. We have movie theaters. We have all the normal things that your town and city has. It's not just the strip. Like, the strip is your highlight because that's what you're coming here for. But that's not our highlight. But the sad part about with this quarantine that makes me really sad is we are a 24-hour town. And with this quarantine, we'd be looking at each other like, you know we ought to go to the store before 8 o'clock now? We'd be, like, really rushing because normally everything is open for us 24 hours. Yeah, that's the one thing. Missing the 24-hour everything. And the, the another thing is, because we are a 24-hour town and casinos drive our world, I think our economy is impacted by this yeah. even worse. See, I live, in, I live in, a, in a town in Florida where the economy is driven by tourism and ain't no damn yeah. tourists coming to Florida, so I can definitely yeah. feel y'all on that. Now, getting back to football for a minute, how has the buzz been about <laughs> the, Las Vegas, the Raiders coming to Las Vegas? You know, because I'm not a Raiders fan, I don't necessarily know. I, I I, don't hear about it. Like, I think everybody's buzz is, oh, I can't wait until my team comes here yeah. to play. Really? Um, I, think the, I think the buzz before quarantine, everybody was excited about the draft. Yeah, everybody my was excited about the draft. Being for the draft. Everybody was really excited about that. Everybody was excited. I, I know everyone is excited that we actually get a stadium here because we can see more games and don't have to travel. I'm excited for the more concerts that are going to come yeah. now that we have a stadium yeah. because we would get passed up by like the Beyonce concerts because we don't have a stadium. I mean, I don't really want to be. I wish like the South, you know, people in the South could come here more, like the local little artists. Like if you can give me some Kevin Gates to come here, but you know, I'm never gonna get him because he's too big. I get so angry. But no, a lot of people that I know that are Raiders fans here are excited about it. Um, I feel like a lot of new Raider fans have come. And about. I, you know, I hate bandwagon teams. I hate people that jump on yes, bandwagon. Like if I you you gonna start getting some more buck, you gonna start getting way more buck fans because of. Uh, um, Brady. I feel and like I just, a lot yep. of Patriots fans all of a sudden about to become Buccaneers fans. Yep. Of course. And I'm just like, where was y'all at when y'all was losing and y'all coaches sucked? And where, where was y'all at? Because I know it was no Buccaneers. They're going to say they were a Tom fan, not a Patriots fan. And that's, I mean, don't get, if you're a player fan, I guess, whatever. But it just annoys me. Like, I've been a Saints fan when we was losing. I've been a Saints fan when we won the Super Bowl. I'm going to stay a Cowboys I'm fan. I'm going to always be a Saints fan. Even when Drew Brees retired, I'm going to be a Saints fan. I, I feel I that same way about the Buccaneers. I was a Bucs fan before Dungeon Fan. Um, ever since I was little, I was riding with the Bucs mm-hmm. back when we had the Popsicle jerseys. I was with us when we whooped the Raiders in the Super Bowl, and I've been with us yeah. ever since. We haven't done nothing ever since. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like just these last few years, the books have gotten better. I feel like you ain't heard about the books since Keyshawn. Was it Keyshawn Johnson played mm-hmm. Yeah. My daddy has been a Bucks fan forever, and he'll tell you all the time he going to be his Bucks fan no matter what. So I hate people that bandwagon. So yeah, that's how, y'all I feel, that's, how, that's how I feel about the books. I'm probably a Bucks fan for life. Yeah, what do y'all say, y'all? Cowboys fan? 
You yes, didn't hear my I am. We them boys. <laughs> you, you are my best friend. Y'all got the same thing as the Cowboys team. on one podcast. That is yep, crazy. Yep. How crazy. Oh, oh you should wrong? see us when the game is Ooh, over. When oh. we play against each other. Oh, oh, it's horrible. You got the one franchise who who makes up 50 million excuses of why they lose a playoff game. And the other franchise... Don't judge us. Hello? Hello? What you say? What happened? What happened? What did you say? We, we don't make up excuses. We play against the players and the refs every time. Now, what was you about to say about them boys? Let's see. The boys, let's see. They haven't done nothing how long? But, but, we're still trying to find find ourselves. Okay? Y'all haven't paid. That is okay. my question. Y'all got money for Andy so Dalton, that, I, but y'all haven't paid. Let me, that. That, that's the, let me tell you. Because Dak can't, Dak can't handle it under pressure. Let me tell you what bothers me. It, and Jerry Jones going to pay who he likes. I was and about I to say that. Jerry Jones I, is He does not like that. Okay. He doesn't like that. But he, he didn't expect pro- Dak to be his quarterback. He, but he was going to play Romo broke back neck ass all the money in the he world. He did pay Romo all the money in the did world. Did you not hear me say broke back neck ass all the money and in the Romo, world? And Romo fell out after every contract. His back I broke my Why, back. But you won't play um, Dak. I don't get it. I don't, but because Dak, Dak is a good quarterback. Dak, Dak is an okay quarterback. I'm Put so him okay. under pressure. So he can't okay. throw the ball to nobody. How 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 we get rid of Des Bryant because Dak couldn't throw the ball accurately? I just don't say. I don't know. I need no. him to get back and come back to the same. Dak, Dak is all right. He ain't he ain't top notch. I agree with her. He right. Yeah, right. they can give Des back to us though. I don't. I would like Des back, so but if, we'll no. see what this new wide receiver is going to yeah. do. Even though we just got rid of who did we get rid of? Not Cooper Cobb. Cobb. Yeah, Cobb went to the Texans. My my thinking is if y'all not gonna pay that, y'all might as well trade him and get some for him because the Jaguars can yeah, definitely use them. I, I agree with that hundred percent. But I think Jerry knows that nobody's gonna nobody's gonna take him. But I just want to so make he's sure he's just waiting for him to go ahead and just drop his number. Was that a number that? What did they say they was offering him like a hundred million and he didn't take it or something like that? I, or was that just the wrong? I word? think it was like thirty or forty million somewhere like that. And they, but a hundred million guaranteed yeah. or something like that. And he didn't take it. He said that wasn't enough. No, that's because Dak's head is too big. Because he came in off the off the bench as a backup and um, took us to the playoffs. And now he just feel like he that quarterback, but he ain't one shit. I really feel like he's not the best quarterback. I feel like sometimes they don't do it right. They don't feed, uh, eat him up enough. I just I don't know. Yeah, yeah like how do you have fucking um, Ezekiel and he didn't he's get not his, last year. His numbers aren't doing anything, I'm and then sorry. and that's because everybody is is eating up our run game. Yep. But then you can't throw the ball. Yeah, you got you definitely got to make them throws. You know what I'm saying? And when Philly win the division, I'm like, come on now. You know, so I'm come on, Dow yeah. Dallas. That that irritated the hell out of me. So seeing the other teams in NFC East just do better, y'all just irritates you. So I, I can imagine how you feel when you saw the Giants and Eagles win the Super Bowl. I know that had to piss you uh, off. I, I, did, I didn't even see that. That happened. What? What, what, what did that happen? <laughs> what happened? What? What? Is that the year? That's the year we didn't watch the Super Bowl, right? I didn't even know they had a Super Bowl. Did they? Oh, okay. <laughs> so wait. Oh, so what? let me get. Okay. Hold on. I know y'all okay. had to watch the Super Bowl when that. That was the year. Did y'all watch the Super Bowl then? Oh, oh, oh yeah, I, I did oh, watch man. that. My best if you my if you listen to this, we I'm sorry, we sorry if you listen he's to still, this. He's still, he's still, therapy yeah, he's still. Oh, you know, yeah. So, I'm my best friend, the one who got us to start this podcast. He kind of bullied us. He kind of bullied us. Oh, oh my goodness, listen, the Falcons fans, they talk, uh, I can't stand the Falcons, they talk so much shit about us. But y'all, Check, oh, they talk so much shit about us and the Falcons. He's the already Bucks. said. He's already said. Even if we go ten and six, we're gonna come in third with the Bucks and the Saints. So he already knows. He, cause he, but he, but you know why I love him as a Falcons fan because he knows his team. He don't get mad about it. He understand his team. Like he know he be like that's some bullshit. Like what happened. Like what is wrong with them? He ain't one of those ones that be making up stuff. He know. He he know. I said he the know. same thing about the bugs. I'm the same way about the bugs. When James was throwing 50 million interceptions, I'm saying that saying James really though. And not so what I didn't. I don't understand. Like last year, when when y'all was going real good, I was like, oh okay. I was like, look, Dad, y'all gonna do something. He was like, it's too early, daughter. Don't just let it. Just let it go. Just let it go. Then all of a sudden, I was like, he getting cocky. What's going on? Who, Watson? No, we were talking yeah. about Jameis. Uh, and I, 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 I'll uh, be saying that, but I'm like, bro, why the hell you have Isn't his name Jameson Watson? No, or... his name is Jameis Winston. No. Winston. Winston. And now he's signed with well, his you know, back. When he's so-so, you don't really remember the name. 
I, when I seen that, me and my son was talking about that. He was like, what's going on? I was like, it's okay. He just the back up over back. So y'all better pray Drew Brees don't get hurt, damn it. <laughs> okay, so listen, don't you speak that into existence. <laughs> don't you, don't you wish that on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you, don't you do that. Who was the dude that just got y'all three? You talk about uh, two gloves? He went to uh, another team. Oh, he left the Saints? Mm-hmm. That's okay. I don't like that right. two gloves. Damn, he, no, Ted Bridgewater went to the Panthers, so now you're going to have to sample. Yeah. I don't really care. Has anybody picked up Cam? No, Cam's still a free no. agent. Yeah, I don't really care. I, I'm like, I'm, I feel really some care. type of way about that because I'm like, Cam did ball out for the Panthers, even though. He did, but you got to realize he starts to suck. Yeah. Like, horribly. Yeah, because that, that wear and tear on your body because the Panthers will run yes. the hair out, run yes. that wear and tear starts to get to him. So. Yeah, and then they wasn't protecting. They them. really weren't, so so that's why it's like I really feel like somebody should pick them up to be, just be a backup, I guess. You know, I agree with that. But we definitely gonna see, and hey, I definitely y'all definitely be hearing from me week one because you know the Bucks got to play the Saints. I'm ready. That's week two because Raiders play the Saints week one. No, I'm the ready. Bucks play the Saints week one. The Saints play the Raiders week two. That's gonna be Monday week Night two. Football. The twenty the twenty first is week two. Um, you know you can't tell me about my schedule. I'm already ready. <laughs> Got it. So I'm ready. I just know about the the Raiders because the the resale tickets on the Raiders Saints game are extremely high. I know I'm sad. I want to see the game. I bet they are. I was shit. I looked at the tickets because I said I wouldn't mind coming out to Vegas to see when they play the Bucks. And um, could just see the new stadium because that looked like a Darth Vader starship. Doesn't it really? I, I, me and my my son were talking about the same the same thing. It is so dark, but it's a beautiful stadium. It is. It, it I looks. Just wish they would have put a more expensive name on it than Allegiant. Allegiant. I don't. Every time I, I'd be like the cheapest airline. Airline. How is the cheapest airline, airline to name the stadium? Right. Say mm-hmm. every time I they drive, I was like, named it Spirit that, that's exactly what they should have did. Our frontier, I was like, wow, Allegiant. Y'all could that's why the Delta is... or American Airlines or no, no, nobody did Allegiant. That's why they flights are so cheap. I think cheap. Allegiant has a hub here. Yeah, and, I bet they do. Yeah, and that's why they flights are so cheap because they put all their money into the stadium. They was like, Mm-mm. yeah, they be like, forget we gotta, it. We got to get our money back somehow. Right, yep. I can see that happening. So tell me, ladies, what can people get from the Two Diverse Miles podcast? You uh-huh. can get raw, unapologetically, unapologetically opinions from yes, us. You are and about then. any and everything. We also have we have a couple of segments. Um, we have a segment um, called "We the People," where we shout out people who are doing Black excellence um, things in the community that you might not hear on social media. Yep. Um, we also have a top five, where it's a random top five of the week. And we'll list out our top five. Me, mainly a top three because I can't. She can't ever think of five things she likes. Think of five things at all. And we also have our Mary Smash Kill, where we pick three things, three people that we would marry, smash, or kill, which is pretty cool because, you know, you never know. You never know. And sometimes we'd be on point with each other. Um, but our upcoming, uncoming, uh, I can't even talk, talk uncup, um, upcoming, thank you, upcoming. Jesus, episode is very interesting. We're going to talk about toxic relationships. Our toxic traits that we bring into relationships that we don't even know we bring, which I'm very interested to talk about. So yes. I don't have any, so this is going to be a short podcast. No, it's not. She she real. She thinks she don't once we start talking about it. Ooh, so I'll, you can, I'll be interested to hear right? that one. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of people, a lot of females in general, we always feel like we don't bring anything in a relationship and we don't even realize that we do. So I thought that was something interesting to talk about because, you know, sometimes we always want to pass the blame or pass the buck. So I feel like we should talk about that. That's real. And last, ladies, why do people need to subscribe to the Two Diverse Moms podcast? Because you should. It's interesting. Why do you want? What else are you doing at home? Listen to us. Find something to talk about. Comment. Share. Argue with us. Yeah. Comment. Give us your opinion. Let us know what you think we said that was wrong. Please. Because, you know, the haters are the biggest cheerleaders anyway. So come on over. I like to be proven wrong because 99% of the time I'm always right because if I'm not right, it's because I don't have all the facts. And if you don't like listening to podcasts, we have a YouTube channel so where you can actually watch us, see our facial expressions, um, see what we look like so it's not like a, you know, a guessing game. Yes. Or you, you have us on the podcast and we're on almost every streaming service there is yep so and we like to engage with our listeners because that's the only way that we can keep a conversation going yep so we talk back yeah we want to hear it and we're gonna have some upcoming giveaways drawing merchandise shout out sponsorships you yep. know we got a new sponsorship coming with this that creation so you know 
stay tuned. We got things coming, you know. And, you know, why not support other Black businesses, Black excellent? I just feel like it's good for us to, you know, continue to strive and grow as far as the community because I feel like there's so many opportunities for us to support each other. And shout out to Liquor Talk for even reaching out to us. because yes, I thought we this, appreciate it. We do. And I was like, I told her, she was like, wait, what? Why? And I was like, I don't know. Let's just do it because she's very skeptical. I told you she's very private. She was like, why? Who's this? What is it about? And I was like, um, well, because you never know. You as soon as you start something, you hear all these people that are like, "Oh, I can help you with this. I can do this. I can do that." And it's like, but wh- why? Where did you come from? But this has been a great experience for me, and I appreciate it. I would like to come back whenever you would like us. Yeah. Um, Listen, like I tell all my guests, I might be in Florida, but when y'all want me to come on the Two Diverse Moms podcast, I'm just a DM away, y'all. We got set okay. up, you know what I'm saying? Shit, y'all let me know, and we'll definitely set up. We definitely. Be having y'all back on, definitely. Yeah, and don't and remember that two diverse moms. We aren't just moms; we're individuals, and our our talk is has a broad spectrum. We're going to speak about everything, and you might not like it, and you might like it. So just come over and listen. And it costs you nothing. No, it costs nothing to support. It costs nothing to listen. It's it's free. Yep. Who doesn't like free? Free ninety nine. That's what I'm with it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> But I do want to thank y'all for fighting through the skepticisms and coming on Look at Talk. I do appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, what I said earlier, once y'all ready for me to make that make that return appearance, just let me know. And if y'all feel like y'all we need to have a sit down chat, you know what I'm saying? You just let me know. We'll all set it up. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And thank you to listeners for listening to this edition, this exclusive round edition of Liquor Talk with the Two Diverse Moms. Now, y'all already know what to do. Follow us on Instagram at Look at Talk Podcast and subscribe to us and listen to all the other episodes because we're going to keep them coming because this is that podcast that's taking over for the 20 and the 21. Ladies and gentlemen, until the next time we you hear Look at Talk, remember that everything that you're feeling, all the negative shit is just temporary. You will get through it. And until then, pull that look up and we will see you next time.